No one. I want everyone who's I can listening. pretty much guarantee you, Theo, when I say goodbye to you and tell you I love you at the end of this episode, I'm not going to go, yeah. geez, that was really great. <laughs> Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. It's in... Nobody can hear that except for me and you. We say so that. when the gal goes recording in progress, do they hear it? No. Just you and so, then me. Yeah. So people think you're fucking crazy when you, when you say something. Because I'm always last. You're always first. And I'm wondering, well, I got to hit that little blue button. And so the gal will stop talking. Yep. But they, they can't hear it. Oh, that's too bad. Because she's got a beautiful voice. She does actually, and she lets us know what's going right. on, and it's right. uh, and it's wonderful. So I want to say something, uh, Mr. Chops, Lamb Chops, um, here. Yeah, Lamb Chops. What do you want to say there, Lamb? Hey, Go ahead. Hey, 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 hey. Um, I can't believe people actually eat lamb chops. That's fucking horrible. Um, but I only I I, I only eat them on British Air, and I'm <laughs> flying across the pond. B.A. knows how to do it properly with a little, little, little stuff on the side. I enjoy the chops on the plane. Only do, they do that now. They still I, give out food on planes because, you know, me, I've been flying all the time and they usually throw you <laughs> yeah. like a they usually throw you like a fig Newton bar. And they're like, here you go. Well, as you know, Theo, you and I are usually at the front of the plane, not the rear end. Yeah. So we're very lucky. To be offered chops when you're on BA across the park. No, it's That's only international, not here. They don't care. No. Even if you're at the front of the plane here, I they don't think give you get a, a bag shit. of peanuts anymore. No, no. I asked for a second cup of water the other day on my flight <laughs> last night. They looked at me like I was insane. They were like, You didn't bring your own? I'm like, because <laughs> you know when we do these things, the jobs pay for the the front of the plane, as we say. And and um, you think there would be some they don't give a shit. Water in the ready. No. No water. That uh, the other thing is everybody's taking a dump in that front bathroom now. From they, they're coming from the aisle thirty to come to take a dump. And it's, but I'll t- I'll tell you I'll tell you a funny. Story. They need a linebacker in between sections to go. Hang on a second. Back it away. Well, well, they used to close the curtain and all that. But again, it's also it's just it's just the perfect way of society being set up where they make people feel like dog shit if you're not fucking sitting in business. <laughs> well, and I don't class. like that feeling either. I, I'm not. No, because I I've surely been in both, and and uh, I. Oh, <laughs> so I'm so, surely to be in both the rest of my life. Oh, me too. So here, so here's what happened. Here's this is really funny, and probably I shouldn't say, it, but it was funny just because I felt it was funny. So. I'm very precise in my life. Like everything I do is a plan. It's a plan. Right. Right. You know, you know me better than anyone, right? So I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm flying late. It's a late night flight. Some might call it a red eye. I think that's one that goes past midnight. So it wasn't a red eye, but it was late night and it's dark on the plane. Everybody's sleeping and I'm checking my surroundings going, okay, once I know everybody's down, I really got to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Like this is what I'm thinking. I got to get in there, but sure. I want to do, I want to do it when I'm positive that once I lock that door, somebody's not knocking. You're not going to go. Yeah. Or, and I still have a bit of, and I hate using the word, but I'm going to, uh, or using the acronym PTSD, but back in the day when I guess somebody didn't trust me or something or whatever, I went in the bathroom once and I was in there for like 14 seconds. And one of the flight attendants knocked on the door. I was on that like, flight with you. I was on that flight with you. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, like, oh, we wanted to make sure you're okay. And I was like, what did you think I was doing? But in for 22 seconds. Right. 
Okay. I just pulled like, down all my that, pants. Yeah, I just, literally just got here. So, so and that, and I've always been worried about that. So, okay. So while that's being said, I, I go, I finally figured out, I'm looking at the plane and I go, okay, I'm going to get on. I'm going to go in right now. It's dark. Seatbelt sign came off, ready to go. Seatbelt sign is off. Yeah. We're, we're on, it's smooth, smooth cruising, right? And, and it's about to be smooth cruising for me in the fucking bathroom. So I get in there. The second I sit down. No. That's right. No. All the lights in the plane go on. Oh, speaker, on? Speaker. Yeah, speaker comes on. If there's any uh, doctors, nurses, paramedics on the plane, please come to the back. Please come to the back. The seat 30B. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I pop up. I, <laughs> like, Did you wash your hands? I just want to know if you wash your hands. I just, I, I said to myself, calm down. We don't know what's happening, but you can't go out like this. You got to get yourself together. So I washed my hands. I got myself together. They had every light in the plane on. And I guess someone had fainted and passed out. Sure. And they were worried. And they, you know, I'm not a doctor or a paramedic. I did, did you want say to- I'm Dr. Theo Rossi. Can no, I, I said I was on Grey's Anatomy. They didn't care. I wanted to go back there. They didn't care. Um, but I was like, do, do you need any help? And they were like, no. So apparently, I guess there was someone. The point is the shock of what was happening. The woman was fine. Uh, she had low blood sugar. I came to find out after I spoke to her at the end of it, she had low blood sugar. And there was someone who had a, uh, there was another diabetic on the plane, but Point is, I got to tell you, they were talking about emergency landing this thing and all that. It was it was quite the fright on this plane. Uh, <laughs> and I had never experienced there's absolutely all the nothing relaxing about that story at all. Nothing other than the fact that low blood sugar woman is going to be fine. She boy, is, oh boy. I pinched my cheeks from then on in. I didn't even have to go. <laughs> it was over. I never had to go after that. And I was Thank I realized fucking Lord. Yeah, so that's that's that. But speaking of poor little lambs and lamb chops on British Airways, I want to say before we get into this episode, sure. this is a pretty significant episode for fucking Juice and Tig. There's a lot going on in this episode, and it's short. Here's what's funny: it's only forty nine minutes. And yeah, it's fifty minutes. That's right. I saw that. Amazing. Great. Why can't they all be like that? Why can't they all right. be like 49 minutes? Because we minutes? did it right in this. Who directed yeah. this? Guy from it. Who did? Guy. You got these two-hour episodes that say nothing. This is 49 minutes, and it has everything. It was really concise and beautiful and kind of weird. Some funny in there, some humor, a little bit of Beauty and the Beast, and, you know, the Graziella from the Cinderella sisters. I mean, yeah. we, got a ki- we got a kiss that we're going to talk about. Yeah. You've shaved your head. I did. Right. I didn't even talk about it. Yeah, there's a lot going on, and we'll we'll get into that. And then also, you know, I, I just got back from Philly. I was with Pearl. I saw a lot of uh, our our people, a lot of our Reaper Crew family, a lot of this fam was there. Melinda, Big Rosie, a lot of other people who listen to the show. I want to give so much. Melinda, Big Rosie, there was, a, there was a lot there. Good for you. A lot of people showed up. Yeah, and and just they show up and they all want to talk about the show. And I love that they talk about this show because honestly, it's like it's better. Like when someone comes up and says, "I love the podcast," or they have the shirt on or something, that's like better than someone saying like they love Sons or they love Luke Cage or they oh, love True amazing. Story. Like there's just something cool about that. So, and then uh, you and I were just talking about potentially. Some coming up where it's not just going to be me and you, potentially me, you, and 
some other people. I talked to Rosie and them about it. Um, so we'll talk. We're going to let people know, but we're going to be on the road at one point. We're going to be on the road. Road again. Just can't wait to get on, on the road again. again. Having something with my friend. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. like you, you and I are uh, still in the lucky chair where people want to see us and they want to see us a lot. And we're yeah. also, also in the lucky chair because we work a lot and we have families and there's a lot yeah. going on. But we do and will do one or two of uh, these beautiful Comic-Con signings where you and I are going to be together to see the peeps and we'll give them lots of heads up. And I'm looking forward to it, bro. Yeah, me too. Me too. I am too. And as we start, you know, we just had Emilio on with his bad lighting and his bad camera angles and he was on. God, you know, I I mean, I just, bro, bro, bro. I mean, how much do we love Emilio Rivera? I mean, that guy, you know, and Yachty's in the background. His son popped up. Thank God he had underwear on and they were just popping in saying hi. And you in the hotel room at Disney. Yeah. Amazing. And he took the time and he loved it. And he was amazing. Fans went crazy. And it just shows, you know, like that's the way we are, right? Like we literally have these amazing, like just people show up, even if they're on vacation, they're like, what do you need me to do? Right. Like Maggie was in, Maggie was in like her attic somewhere doing it. Like in in another, you know, I do wish, I do wish we had, uh, I wish before Bill passed Piney, I would have loved to have talked to him about his whole thing. You know that, what I mean? That was really quite sudden and shocking in a way because we would have had Piney on in a second. His head would have covered the entire screen. Oh my like goodness. Like the entire screen. His car would have been behind him. He would have had incredible lighting. He wouldn't have cared about any of it. Um, he'd have a little oxygen thing going on. He would have told us to fuck off like four And fuck right off a million times. Yeah. 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 But we're gonna but we're gonna have some some cool peeps coming up. Um yeah. And then obviously we have these big episodes because now there's a lot going on. Here's the one thing as we get into this, and I want to get right into it. Um, I'm ready. It's, start, it's starting to get to be a little much. Like it's a little much like uh, it's starting to turn a little cartoony for me. Thank God for the TIG side stories. Thank God, which I wouldn't say, and I don't mean in an egotistical fashion, um, the the juice stuff, because the other stuff is like I think we're keeping it. I think I think you're right, and I think the, the the whole juice tig stuff is keeping the show grounded, because right now we've lost Booney. Booney's just walking through this stuff because I know that he was in disagreement with a lot of the writing, not not even for him, just for the show and the violence and whatnot. But we all went through it because we're all stars on the show, and it's that way or the highway, and we did it happily but now i'm reflecting on this thing i can see that you've got a relationship that tommy's got now with a cop that just comes out of a cracker jack box i'm going what and then anyway let's should we just get into it yeah let's get into it and what you just said is so true especially about that relationship it's like someone just wrote him like let's do this what okay sure sure let's fucking do it okay so it it opens up with uh I'm I'm pretty open about my feelings about this whole Manson situation. So it's Manson and Jax with yeah. some silly fucking conversation. And I guess they're trying to be clandestine and then and then it's not. I don't know. I I listen, it was shot beautifully. Good for guy. You know what? Um, it was it was shot beautifully and I got to tell you you're right. Basically, it's a very dark white supremacist fucking guy again there he is with charlie okay charlie's whispering like really really low yeah and then you yeah. know manson just goes no no I've, I've bought the room we can yell and dance if we want and you go what right like what oh, okay 
All right. So I also remember, I also remember working with him because he, you know, obviously you and I, I mean, he's not an actor. He's a, he's fine. He's great, but he's not an actor. So he can never remember his lines. So I also know while I'm watching that scene, I'm like, this scene must've taken fucking 12 hours. I think it did. Took a while. (laughs) Took a while. Took a day and a half. Yeah. And we weren't in it. So we didn't have anything to worry about. No, we didn't have anything to worry about unless you were up next and you were just, uh, all right, so that's that scenes that. So that scenes that it's, but again, it was shot so beautifully. So I'm glad, and it's it is the impetus of like the beginning of everything, kind of like what the episode's going to entail, because there's a lot that comes from it. So yeah. then we get to see Montez, uh, obviously love Jacob uh, uh, Vargas, and then uh, he's watching Gemma, and that's where we meet another rock star, Courtney Love, is now on the show. Um, I love. I actually really got along with Courtney. Uh, did you talk to her at all? Yeah, she's a huge fan, and I was a huge fan of hers, obviously. And I talked to her a lot, to tell you the honest truth. Um, and here she is playing a teacher. And she was, again, one of those fans from afar of this Sons of Anarchy show that have always said, I loved it since the beginning. I would have given anything to be on it. And all of a sudden, she's on it. Yeah. She's on the fucking show, bro. Yeah, if you were playing- a rock star and you said you like the show you could be on it you could save navarro there's a navarro there's a good chance you can be on it yeah dude from cypress hill was on it like if you're a rock star and you liked sons you just had to figure out a way to let kurt know and you were going to be on the show yeah it was a great start uh mrs harrison she plays okay good excellent yeah so then Gemma gives the mom that famous line and this is equivalent to Gemma and the skateboard and you know this is what people love about Gemma, right they love to see her do this kind of shit and uh, it's why people love her. And then love Courtney does something there that um, it's not her fault. You know, it's the right. What did she do? I despise it. I've talked about it so many times at length. On oh, she show. talks. She talks to herself or yeah. she said something. It's yeah. kind of uncalled for. Don't need it. No one does. So, it. No one. I want everyone. Who's I can pretty much guarantee you Theo, when I say goodbye to you and tell you I love you at the end of this episode. I'm not going to go. Yeah. Jeez, that was really great. <laughs> I wonder where my coffee is right now. You know, I'm not going to yeah. do that. <laughs> hey, Coach, I love you. Hey, man, I'll see you. All right, I'll see you next time. Great show. Yeah, love you, love you, bud. And then I sit here and go, Phew. yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? Pretty, That's not pretty real sure life. Not, pretty sure I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Fuck that. So. Uh, that's the salt. There's the salt. Okay. So here's another thing. I'm confused with. I really, by the way, I don't want to start salty because I really like this episode. Um, well, that's not true. There are definitely. Uh, there's issues in this episode that I'm going to be Fuck, fucking salty definitely. as you. Okay. Right. So Diosa Norte is now back. What am I fucking missing here? Was there a Diosa that was closed down? Look. I've been telling you this for fucking weeks that something's going to happen at Diosa that you've forgotten about. And it happens in this episode at the very end. of Got the it. But what about right. the construction and all that? What, what is listen, going on? L- listen, we, because we started Red Woody, which is not Diosa. Diosa was with Kim. Diosa was with, you know, her nice, soft. But that was a ex- house. She had a house. And we moved it from there to fucking where we are now. Diosa, we've done that two seasons ago. We left that fucking house out. Got it. So the house is gone. Yeah. The famous photo. Yeah. The house is gone. 
Diosa is our main thing, and Red Woody's not attached to it. It's outside of it. Red Woody is a completely different venture that Mark Boone Jr. is the president of it. It's called Red Woody. It's our porn. It's our winter. It's our porn studio. That's where we I need a all map. That. I need a charming map. I okay. need a map of the town. And that's, by, and that's by the docks. Where the docks where I I, I, I pushed that guy off and I yeah. sang a little song and yeah. just on him in the bathtub. That's the docks. That's where Red Woody is. That's where we're coming up to a lot. Me and Charlie and the boys talk in Red Woody, those offices all the time. We're not hardly at sweets and poops anymore, scoops and poops anymore. Poops, scoops we're and hardly poops. there yeah. anymore. But this Got is Biosa, okay. and it's about to be closed down forever, and we know why, coming up at the end of the show. Now, speaking of on a creative sense, I think Chucky would have been better if he worked at Diosa, not Scoops and Poops. I couldn't agree more. That would be really funny. Couldn't agree more. Should we reshoot it? Should we go back? Let's reshoot it and get him there. So we see Nero and Colette. Now we're reintroduced to Colette. It's been a little while since she's seen her. Good to Um, see her back. Love her back. Yeah, Yeah. she looks fantastic. She's, She's the best. Okay. Incredible. We got Natalie Sky with a couple of lines in there. Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. They want to show her. Remember now, if they're building people up, usually means something's about to go down. If you start seeing someone spotlighted, never good. Very good point. That's a very. If you see someone that talking who hasn't talked much, (sighs) big mistake, right? You're excited. Call your your managers immediately. Yeah, don't get excited on page five because come page five. I've read the script. I've got a few. No, that's probably not going to be a good thing. Fuck. I was so excited on page five and page 50. Not good. Okay. No, not good. Now we go to Gemma. This is the new thing. Gemma talking to herself in the car, but she's actually talking to Tara's ghost. This is the okay, thing. So That's this is hammer. really, sorry, but this is really, right. yeah, you, you picked up on this a few episodes ago since the start of season seven, since the, the, the demise of Tara. And that's great. You picked up on it early, but she literally is talking now. Thomas might be a doctor like you. Abel's definitely takes after his dad. Like he's definitely yep. falling into that biker world for sure. And she's literally talking to Tara. Tell me about the link to Hamlet. Well, everyone talks to themselves. I mean, there, there's Hamlet has that incredible scene where he, you know, sees a ghost and has his fucking skull and he starts talking to him like it's his dad. And he, but, but uh, you have to take that with a grain of salt with all Shakespeare because of the soliloquy. There's soliloquies right. everywhere, right? So you talk all the time to yourself in soliloquies, but the ghost of Hamlet is his father that he talks to quite a bit in the actual play. So then we cut to another person talking to himself and that's juice. And you think yeah, look at you and fucking Gemma attached at the hip with this shit, man. That's I guess you kind of witnessed stuff together and you killed Roosevelt and she did the same to Tara and you're, you're forever attached now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking where apparently I'm, and at first, and again, because I don't really remember this, which I'm, now I know why, because I think at this point I was really fucking losing my mind. So at this, I'm sitting on the edge of that bed and I'm talking and I think I'm talking to someone in the shower. And I had to think if like Unsu was there I? or something. I was like, who's he talking to? And then I started to real, And then I'm still to this day. And this is maybe revealing that I was just as confused as I am now. I don't. Who was I talking to? Like, there's always, even when you talk to yourself, like I talk to myself all the time when I'm walking around the the acres and stuff all the time, but I'm always talking to someone. 
So it might be my uncle. It might be, you know, my people who have passed in my life. Like I have someone in my mind I'm talking to. I'm not, I'm not talking to me. I'm talking to someone, right? It'd be like, if you're talking to Fred, like you're talking to someone, even though you're talking to yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Who the, I did. I never knew who juice was talking. I, to. I thought at this moment you're talking to you. No, I had to be talking to someone. I had to be talking to like, because I don't think you ever directly talk to you. You don't. Okay. You think thoughts. I don't want to get too fucking crazy here, but you think thoughts. But when you're talking, when you're saying like, yeah, I really should. Maybe if I do this, what do you think? Like, if I do this, maybe if I do that, maybe if I, there's usually someone in your head that you're discussing with. So, or maybe it's just me. doesn't matter. I'm thinking that there had to be someone. So now as I'm watching it from afar, I'm like, was he talking to his dad? Was maybe. he talking to like maybe. somebody he knew from the neighborhood or maybe. maybe. And I wish I would have thought about it more because it probably would have been uh, more potent. Um, and then they come in. And I can I just say, with, can I, and can yeah. I just say, I thought the moment was so real though, with you not talking too loud, but maybe loud enough, as you suggested that it might be someone in the shower. Like that was kind of a nice little like red herring in a way. Like is someone yeah. there with you? But then answer, you know, you fucking, yeah. And he comes, he goes, who are you talking to? So my, my, my deal with that is, were you that loud that he could fucking hear you talking? I guess. I, I mean. Shitty hotel. I mean, shitty little hotel. You can hear fucking everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? But why didn't he say like, were you on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, point is, it was just another way for them, I guess, to somehow get my get my clothes off. So then I, I, uh, and may I, I just say beautiful bum that you have <laughs> other you. than Charlie, were you second? And then me third with Ash. No, I think you and I were neck and neck. We, we, I'll bet you we're pretty fucking close, 100%. but yours well, was who, always a beauty shot. Mine was either a dog bite or a bull. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. There's no beauty shot with my ass. I mean, all right. So let's, let's think about this quick. Ready? <laughs> this will be a fun one. Jax is, Definitely number one by far. He's got a landslide of ass shots, right? He's that number landslide. one. You and I are definitely number two somewhere, right? And doesn't matter the reasoning. Your might be a little more gratuitous with blood and bites and all that. But you and I have both shown. Perlman, I think once, maybe, right? When did he show that droopy little ass that he's got? When I don't know because there is no ass. So maybe. You see that? You're going to be scarred for life. Man. Jimmy, Jimmy once. Yeah. Jimmy once. Right. Sure. Sure. Tommy, Ryan? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy must have. I think coming up, Tommy shows. Oh, prison. What up. about when you guys were all in prison when you were lined up? Oh, yeah. Everybody, there you go. Everybody. Me, right? Ryan, Charlie. No, that was a beauty shot ass for Tig that that time. <laughs> Is it Boone? Because Boone has a peanut, a walnut of an ass. Did they I show? Wonder, I mean, I've seen Boone's ass way too many times to, to count with opening his fucking Winnebago door when he's on the fucking toilet. But, you know, I don't think. I don't think Bobby Alva shows ass. I could be wrong. Hey, you know, how about we pivot from the, since you obviously after this episode, there is no more death count. Just lose it. It's over. Let's get an ass count. Let's, okay. get, an ass count. <laughs> Let's get a little ass count biscuits. Let's get a seven season ass count. And, and listen, I understand the Jack's one is just too much, but I'm sure the girls uh, or the guys or whoever want to revisit it anyway. Um, give love, us an love, ass count. No. Yeah, I'd love to know too because this was lamb chops would love to know. Yeah, lamb chops would love to know. Inquiring minds want to know how many times. So, so we do that, um, and then we cut to 
Jackson, the crew. And okay. This is what I wrote. Now, again, I was on a plane. I was watching this. Um, the whole mood is kind of silly, right? Tyler shows up and talks about Lynn, Lynn spots getting hit and how he needs, he needs the boys to do a mission. I'm so confused of like why the mood is so silly amongst everyone. Like, do do and what I mean by that is like, it seems like something changed. Do you understand? Cause you were there. I, it's like I, almost I, like a, I do. Weird. I, I do. I, I think because the mood of the revenge line that Jax is on is so serious and only getting more serious that Sutter and his writers decided to put these meetings for lack of a better in unserious places. Like it's so fucking heavy. Let's have winter high with a little, we're in post right now. We're in post. So you can take your meeting at the bar if you want, because we're in post. So then you see a couple of, you know, uh, Tyler's boys looking at little porn shit. It's kind of funny and kind of sexy. But here we are at the bar talking about some serious heroin shit. I don't know. I think they needed to switch it up. Seven seasons now of taking fucking meetings over selling guns or drugs or killing people. And they needed to just throw some fucking spice in the mix. And that's why we're at the bar. That's why we're doing stuff like this. That's why we go to. Yeah, it just. Yeah, the poops and scoops. and But now he needs them to do a mission. He needs you guys to find this person before Marx does. And it's this whole thing, right? Okay. Yeah. Fine. But Jack says, we're going to dig up the body. We're going to go to the woods, right? Yeah. Thank God for you and Rat. Um, you two are fucking great together. You have that little humor there. Uh, Jax also seems to be perpetually smiling now. Okay. so So let me tell you. That that we're talking now. We're in Sugar Woods, and they're digging the bodies, right? Uh-huh. Getting the phone out, and we're all uh-huh. somewhere in there, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. And the Captain Psycho. How about yeah? How about you know Andre the Giant and Captain Psycho sit this one out, right? I, I fucking love that line. Um, oh yeah. Then we go right from there into Sugar Woods, and Rat goes. This is probably it's probably going to get you hard. And Tig goes, "What was that?" And he goes, "This is going to be hard." And then Tig goes, yeah, that was that was funny. That's 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 fucking funny. And that kind of humor is pretty good for the show because it just it's, yeah. it's, it's real in a way, right? Like it's better. It's 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 in the situation. You it's mean, in the right? situation like of it actually almost working. It's yeah. not forced. It's right. in the situation of what's happening, which is right. the way good humor happens, right? Where yeah. it's like somebody's doing something. You go, what the fuck are we doing here? What's right. happening? And it's like that's funny as opposed to a force thing when someone's right. leaving or someone. Right. So, yeah, and then totally as, the scene, as the scene continues <clears throat> to get back to your, your question about Charlie smiling, something happened in there because he and I were the only two not digging rat DL and Quinn are doing all the fucking digging and something happened where Charlie couldn't stop laughing. Like cut. Let's do it again. Okay. Cut. He couldn't stop laughing. Oh, I've been there. And we've all been there. And if you look at my face in that scene, I can't even hardly look at him because he hands me the fucking phone and I'm about to start wiping it off and shit. But he can't look at me. He's got this fucking smile and I can't look at him. We couldn't get through the fucking scene. 
And so that was just, we're ending it now. I'm going to smile. I'm the nightmare the for the crew. The crew hates it. Oh, and I feel so like, bad, but the crew hates it because they just want to get to lunch and get over with their day. misbehaved and, actors. Can you just get it together mis- so we can go have our burgers? And, and it and could drive. be the simplest thing. The one that I remember the most, and we've talked about it, was the Hasselhoff one where I literally <laughs> couldn't stop. Like, I was like, I'm going to have to bite. So that what I- No, you I, backed out of the scene. You and I, I backed did. out of the scene. We couldn't do it yeah. anymore. And what I was taught in acting school back in the day in Strasbourg was they said, like, bite the inside of your cheek. And then you start to think about, like, something really horrible, like something that's really, like, unworldly horrible because you have to pull yourself out of this nonstop laughter, right? That you can't – it just takes you over. And if you're a little tired and you get it, forget it. It's The day's over. You get, like, I'll I'll say sometimes, like, I'm not going to get this scene. You might as well cut me out of it because I can't (laughs) – and I'll tell people, don't look at me. Don't just don't look at me. I have to say this line. Don't look at me. And you just and, really hope that Sutter's not really around the corner of getting in uh, on a motorcycle, which you could never ride very well. And you yeah. get off his fucking bike and come in and see us fucking around or trying to get out. Lean onto your mic. I can't hear you. Yeah, sorry. No, just, 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 it was, it, you just wanted to make sure Sutter wasn't around the corner. Oh, he would get so mad at us. You just go, come on. We go, come on. You wrote it. He would get so mad. The most mad I've ever seen him with me was when we were doing that scene where uh, who's the white supremacist dude? Alan Arkin? Adam Arkin? Yeah. Adam Arkin. Was Adam Arkin. The, yeah. Zobel. Was, yeah. When Zobel was in the, uh, it was the finale and he was, Kurt was directing and Zobel was in the like bodega. Oh yeah. And we were all outside of it. And we had one of those moments, all of us, and we couldn't stop run into laughing. the door, run into the trying to get in or look yeah, and where it was. Yeah. Did you start to laugh wanted, there? Oh, no. I couldn't stop laughing. And he wanted to make an example of me. But I was like, I guess I was the easy target. But he made an example of me in front of everyone. I was like, oh, I feel like a child. I just got yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> the only but thing no, we loved you. No, I know. And the funny thing is, when you think about that, it is, it's, it's childish, but it's really funny. You just can't stop fucking laughing. Something gets you. Somebody does something. Somebody says something and it just can't come back. No. Okay. So uh, that's good to know that that's where Jax was at that moment. I love that stuff. Okay. So we're back at Diosa, Jackson, Gemma talk. Um, yeah. Listen, anytime uh, a mother and son are talking about mommy fetish stuff, I don't know, but what I got at that scene is he wants to tell Nero that juice is around. So what, why would Nero care that juice is around? Well, that's, that's my, that's my whole fucking point. Like Nero tells Jax a fucking half a season ago. I know what happened with you and juice. With Darvin. Yeah. yeah. With Darvin. Yeah. So, so so, no, exactly. So it's all out there. They had the big fight already. Nero and Jax punched it out. So who who tell Nero that Jack? So meaning what? He's gonna go kill Juice? Why? What, what does he have Why? against Juice? He had the chance to kill Juice. He didn't. Why does he care? I don't know. It's very weird. Okay, maybe somebody can answer. I I don't know why. Why would Nero care? And why was that such a big reveal? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I think Nero and Jax want to talk to each other about a lot of things and they're on the way out again a little bit. And maybe Jax is thinking by telling him juice is around and we're we're getting to him or, or we've got him or I don't help me out. Season. Sure. 
Then Gemma and Colette talk. I love how her name's Colette after Colette at FX. Yeah. She loved her favorite, man. We loved her. Colette's the fucking best. I wonder if she's still there. You think she's still there? No idea. She was a big shot, man. Probably still there. She is. She's a big executive there, right? But she had Fox 21, I think. Why didn't we talk about Colette when we had, oh, because he's not there anymore. And we had Dom on. Yeah, because she was at Fox 21, I think, the production company. She's fucking great. She was always with us. She was like, she was literally like one of the sons of anarchy. So, okay. So Gem and Colette talk. And then we go to at the station with the new sheriff, Althea. And um, that was quick, right? And one quick thing before we get there. Sorry, I just want to say about how when. The whole Jackson Collette and they hug it up and love all around and you want to come by, I'll rub your back. You know, it's kind of weird, but we, we get it. They've they've made out and all that stuff. But I love when when Jax walked out of the door. If you notice, the light is blinding bright, like blinding mm. bright to give that impression in the film world that he's going outside. When that set was right dead smack in the right middle dead center in the, of the, in the biggest yeah. sound stage we had on yeah. So Paul Maybaum, again, you talked about that beautiful scene at the beginning that he set up in the prison. Well, all this shit's amazing. But when you can make belief that those plants are outside on the driveway before you walk to your bike outside and you were right in the middle of the building. Pretty, pretty cool shit. Yeah, he's he's a fucking he's a master at all this. He's a fucking um, master, Maybaum. All right. Big, so, big cop shop. We have an update with yeah. us, right? Yeah, we're there, but that was kind of whatever. We're at the station with the new sheriff, there's just yeah. an update. But then we go to Tig and crew watching the preacher video. Oh, yeah. And now this is the big fucking reveal. This is, and this is amazing. And I'm curious of how you reacted when you read all this because we're watching it. The phone works. <sighs> see the preacher. We see somebody's foot. And then we see Venus, which was fucking amazing for us. And you say they stayed that you stayed in touch. So when you're reading this, did you know, like, what did you know coming into this? No, didn't know a thing. And I, I will say that I was so kind of beyond actor depressed at the writing for Tig through season six and early seven that it was just, it was fine. It's fine. I'm a team player. But, you know, it just, I, I really do feel that that Sutter probably had had that climax with Tig already. It's kind of done, but we're keeping them around. We're keeping, you know, the boys around. That's fine. But I to have anything with Venus. I thought, well, this is kind of weird. I don't wonder where that's going to go or, but when I started reading this shit and you remember in the, you know, in the, in the paragraph describing the scene, yeah. it was say shit like Tig loves this or, Tig's getting off, you know, and you don't even have to say it. I would have anyway, but I knew where Sutter was going. Not really. I didn't know really where he was going, but I decided to go all in with this fucking Tig Venus, keeping in touch. She kind of fucking throws my mind in the weirdest fucking way. Uh, Sure. Let's go. Not really knowing where it was going to go, but in this episode, anyway, we see where it's going. Well, and 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 before, because really quickly we cut to De Niro and Gemma. They have a talk. She's been avoiding him. Yeah, you know they have their little thing, right? And the cops roll up, and again we're back to I always call it the Gemma T-shirt. You know, it's Gemma. What people want on the T-shirt? What would Gemma do? Because now she's being antagonist to the cops. Yeah, she's not sure you know, is, talking about the name, and 
you know, Althea and your parents wanted someone different. And, uh, and she's just, again, being like, that's Gemma, right? She's, she's well, yeah, that- she says, and she says, I, I guess your folks were, were hoping for a black baby. I mean, yeah, she, she just kept saying stuff. Yeah. She's, she's just, like, what? she's just like that friend who you're like, just shut the fuck up. Right. Like just, just shut up. Talking. And Nero, yeah, yeah. Nero's like, just please shut up. Right. Okay. <laughs> But all that being said, I don't really care about all that. Um, we get back to Venus with the oh, but one more, one more quick little thing. Jerry goes, let's find Chibs first. Let's start there. Yeah, that, little, was that, that was weird. That was weird. And she's like, and then she says something like, keep it off my rate, keep it off the radio yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Fine, yeah fine, I, fine. What? What for? I, why? You discuss Braveheart? Remember, we've talked about this. Yeah. Before. What is it? She like Gladiator? Yeah. Like what? Are you talking about? Leave Chibs alone. Anyway, funny. And not really. But now we get back to Venus with the and the boys. Ha ha ha! Funny shit. Yeah, we're friends. This is one of my favorite lines ever said on this show. We're friends, you say, (laughs) and then something about having things in common. And Bobby says, "I can think of one thing." I fucking lost it because he delivered it with pure perfection. No, it was so, so he should have won an an award for that delivery. Just for that line delivery. And and Jake's having none of it. Don't you be disrespectful to him. That's what I said. Right away. I don't even fucking wait. Hey, hey, you fucking don't be disrespectful to her. And send Alexander up and we'll get the number and all that. And, and, you know, the fact that she calls him Alexander and the fact of like, just again, watching everyone around, obviously we've talked, we don't need to go into it, but obviously when, when uh, Venus was on set, how amazing it was. Right. So we're building this incredible uh, uh, storyline here. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing this relationship, which again, as an actor, this is all you ask for. Put me in coach. Let me do it. Let me play it. Give me let, let something me, that I can. Let me have some fun. Yeah. yeah. Throw me, throw me that, you know, for, I guess, lack of a better term, throw me the bone. You know, yeah. it's like, let me, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> probably could come up with something better than that. Um, no, but it's like, good. that might, that might make the, that might be it. Yeah. 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 And, and I just, and I, and throw I, me bone, throw me a bone, coach. Throw me a bone. Throw me the bone. There. And you just Put see it. And you could see it. You could see like Tig. Not just Tig, but Kim come to life because it's like, oh, we're going to rise out of this just being one of the guys in the back saying, hey, Jax, yeah, that was Quinn. Hey, Jax, uh, this is yeah. fuck off, no, right? Great. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, Nero confronts Gemma about the father. Haas. She tells, tell, yeah, Haas tells him about Jax. Don't lie to me, right? Nero's starting to lose it a little bit, a little bit. I feel. Yeah, well, again, they fucking this goes back to juice somehow. What what is this? Who cares? Well, then he goes like this. He goes, Jax is, is killing so much, it's not about revenge. You do it because it just feels good. And then I go, and then I went, and then juice comes up. And I, I go, why? And then Nero can't share everything with Gemma. And Gemma says, see, baby, there are some things you just can't share. Oh, all right. <clears throat> is that what that's all about? Yeah. I just, again, tell I'm me what you're thinking. Me. I can't tell me what you're thinking. No, I can't. Don't lie to me. Well, okay. I won't, but I can't talk about it. What? So I don't know. I don't understand the Nero juice thing that they're trying to create. It'll never make sense to me. I do know I have an amazing scene with Jimmy coming up regardless of it turned out amazing. I just love working with him. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. 
So now we go to taking the crew roll up. By the way, van day for you. you Got to love driving the van. It's just it's so much better. Well, we when we know how much we all, we always we always love driving our bikes, riding our bikes. But when you actually do get the van gig as a driver, it's a lot more relaxed. Oh, <laughs> a lot it's more so relaxed. good. You could take a nap. Like yeah. it is. Van day is amazing. If I got I got van day a few times, and it's so good to have van day. Especially you're in there with Nico and something. So it's yeah, great. Come on, just have fun. It's great. Um. So they break in the house, and again, I saw none of this coming. Tig is shot. With what? Shotgun? Yeah. Where? Right in the stomach. Right That's a bad place to be shot. Right in the stomach. And then, you don't want to be shot in the stomach. I lo- pardon me? You don't want to be shot in the stomach. That's how you bleed out. No, you don't. But what I loved about being shot, and we talked about this, we really fucking did. The fucking writing literally went from Tig being blown apart by the shotgun to the boys joining the swim team and just getting outside. Oh, joining the swim. Like no one even cared about Tig, right? It was, no. it was, it was Chibs who said, Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, there's I also got, a writing. Yeah. There's got, a writing error. There's a writing error. Writing error. I got to give him a pillow, something. I go, yeah, give anything. Me something. anything. So he added the pillow. Tig, who was with you inside? Uh, well, no one. what do you mean? Everyone was outside by this, the pool situation. No, not, not yet. Everyone's inside. That's the funny part. Everyone was there seeing me get shot. Me, Boone, yes. Dax, DL, Rap. We were all inside. But then after the shot. Everybody's gone. The car is blowing out the back. They don't fucking care about Jake. No. Let him die. We're no. out. And it was Chibs who went, oh, for fuck's sake. He just got shot. Can I? Yeah, give him a pillow. So they gave me a Remember, I'm on my back. And they give me this pillow. I go, I got it. Sure. We'll just put it right. And then they went out and they joined the swim team. Okay, go ahead. So speaking of that, um, Jax jumps in, Chibs jumps in after him. Uh, she, we find out she's a junkie. The water looks freezing. You know me in these fucking swimming scenes. I was, uh, you told, I'm, I'm assuming that water was freezing. I, 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 wasn't. I, I can honestly tell you, I was never outside for that scene. So I don't think I put my toe in to see. How was that, that was somewhere far outside LA or was it close? It was close. It was like a half hour, 45 minutes away. Nice little lake. Okay. So had, Theo, let's think about this. This is like on that house fourth episode. This would have been like end of June, beginning of July. Oh, so it'd probably be hot. Might have been all right. Yeah, it might've been all right. That's true. But it was probably, it's, a still, body, is, it's a still body of water. It's probably still cold. The boys jumped in. Jackson boys jumped in. He kicks his shoes off. He says, uh, simpler times. Bobby says simpler men, right? When we talk about killing lions, it's a great line. Great line. Okay. They get her inside. She says she'll sign it. Chibs is in full doctor mode. This is always a fucking hoot to me. I'll tell you whenever they put this kid in doctor mode, (laughs) it's a fucking hoot. Okay. He's he's basically a blue starred nurse at best. Yeah. There's no red or gold stars being handed out. So take it easy. But if you did interviews and raw check tests on any of this crew. Let me tell you who'd be the last person who'd be a doctor. <laughs> It'd be Tommy Flat. It'd be Telford Chips. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck, we loved him now. Okay. So here's where I get confused. Jax tells Rat, stay. And make sure they're safe, right? Yeah. And then a second later, he says, "And take take back to scoops. We have medical supplies there. Yeah. So, rest. so what is it, bud? Am I staying? 
or am I taking them? And if I would have been rat back in 2014, I would have I went, what is it, bud? Am I staying or am I taking? What am I doing? Because if I leave, they're going to be here unprotected. But if I don't go, he's going to die. So what am he I doing? He has a good chance of not surviving. So what's it going to be? <laughs> Anybody got it? Anybody have an answer to this? We got it. We got the scene. Rap. Let's move on. Said, where's, where's Charles Murray? Can you get me a writer? Who do I ask why this doesn't make sense? And then Charles would have looked at me and goes, just say it. It was really confusing to me, too. Seriously. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Yeah. So the boys roll out. Um, we find out Patterson's putting an APB out on Juice. They need to move him. Um, yeah. And by the way, that's when I really noticed. I mean, really noticed that you had your, your head shaved. So Yeah, me too. <laughs> Did Tracy just really get to you then or to the crew? No, going, I used to do my own. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Did she finally just say to Kurt, Theo, we just can't keep putting this fucking tag. That was me. That, that was must me. have been you. Some yeah, of my, I couldn't do on. it anymore. It's too hard. No, because she would draw it on and I would be there for hours and then it would mess up and then we'd have to redo it. And it was like, it got to this point where I said, there has to be an easier way. So I asked Kurt, I was like, what do we do here? Because he wouldn't be doing a mohawk. He's on the run. He doesn't fucking care. Plus, he needs to look different. So we came up with just shave the whole thing. And that's when we came up with the top tattoo, the one under Ah, the mohawk. There you go. Yeah. So it comes up that we have the tattoo under the mohawk at this episode. Ah, there you go. Yeah. I knew something was going on there. Fucking yeah. So there was like, oh, what if he shaves his mohawk and there's something under it? And it was like, okay. And then we started fucking with that. And that's where we came up with the Christmas date, Christmas, uh, two days before Christmas, 12, 23, 80 something. And that's the date. The date. Uh-huh. And that's the date his father left. Right. Yeah. So that all comes okay, up. Good, good. It's actually See, Tracy's birthday. That's, that's good fucking info right there. Yeah. It's good info. Okay. So then Gemma sneaks out. She has collect cover for her. Um, and now Jackson, the boy. Hang on, him. hang on. We've got to get back to answer saying to Juice that there's a massive APB out on you and you've got to go like now. You got to go like now. Now. So then Je- Gemma back at the OSA tells Dickinson to look after Montez while she exits stage left. Now, can I just say, oh, oh, oh okay. But. She left anyway. Like he wasn't, he wasn't even looking she, at She didn't even give him a chance to run the play. She, yeah. Didn't even get a chance to run the play. No. Like, in fact, you go over there. Yeah. He's not looking at me right now. Yeah. He's not even aware of what I'm doing. Just, you know, go run a play and I'll, I'll just exit. She didn't have here's, to. Here's, a, here's a real world scenario. Hey, Kim, do me a favor. Before I leave, I'm going to hit the road. You grab me a drink. Yeah, sure. You go to get the drink and I leave. Right. <laughs> yeah sure and you come back and you're gone yeah anyway that was silly just again again this adds into the the nico thing like it's just silly all all she had to do was wait five seconds for the colette to go over and go hey how about me and you we all go in the back or something like that and then it's boom and you're out you just out okay don't don't care about that stuff all right Okay, Jax and the boys meet up with Leland and the crew. So Jax, Chiz, and Bobby are blasting. Oh, down yeah. the You're not there. No, no. They're, those you were happy. Blasting. How happy were you that you weren't in this scene? I, I was pretty happy. I was on my own little Venus island, if I may. Yeah. So back at the clubhouse. Anyway, so that's that. So they're blasting. And the cops just secretly happened to, to pull up. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about this. So wait, remember? Okay, so they're blasting. The cops see them. Uh, 
and they they're there like right away. No, so everybody comes out with guns out. Yeah. Okay, right away, these white supremacist dude Leland guns yeah. out. The sons guys got their guns out, and then they see the cops pull up, and now everybody's getting fucking executed. Right. I understand that. I just found it really weird that the cops were there so quickly without we drove people. by them. Apparently they drove by them while they were getting like, you know, eggs over Miami at fucking Denny's or something. That's right. Yeah. We saw them. We saw Eggly and, and Kane. That's right. All right. So they zip. They Eggly hide. Saskatoon gets <laughs> fucking gunned down. And how Ooh. happy was she when she read that next line? Yeah. No, we thought she was gone. Her and Kane, Kane were going to be gone. I go, Eggly, no. no. And I love how Chib says, Jackie. <laughs> so, boom, 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 boom. No shoot, shoot. The cops are fucking killed. What? Like, okay, that that's what Charming needs. Like, let's just kill another cop. Two you cops, that, yeah. She's still alive. She's still yeah. alive, but it doesn't matter because two cops just got shot. We cut right to Jerry being on the scene. You know, these days, right? There's 19 ambulances. Everybody's on the scene. But, I, but, before, we get Jerry, but before we get to Jerry on the scene, Theo, you've got to, I've got to mention that my favorite line in there was when Chib says, Jackie, come on, we got to go. Oh, really? <laughs> Why don't you just stay and cook some burgers? Why don't you just stay and talk about the, the card game? Yeah. You, you think week? we have to leave? Because two cops just got killed. Right. Like, two cops dead. Why do we, we leave? go? No, right. Come on. When you say shit like that, Jackie, come on. We got to go. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you know, I don't. There Sometimes there's exposition put in there that is silly. It should just be like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's that's go. all it is. Grabs his arm. We got to go. But that's it. It's not like you should convince someone. Right. Right. Who knows? Um, okay. Jerry's on the scene. Kane's dead. Eggly's holding on. We come to find yeah. out Dayton moved quicker than he ever did. He probably pulled 14 muscles in his legs at that point when he came. Ah. Yeah, he was hurting. He had to get an ah. ice bath after that. He came right. No. He had to duck under something. <laughs> He's about as athletic the, the, as the a tape. fucking. He had to duck. He Ooh. was like, woo. Yeah. He is hurt. It's called lunch too. If they can get it in one. Oh, we get it in one. We got lunch. So he was fast. Like that's he probably got caught on that police tape like three times. And they were like, we got to go again. He can't get <laughs> under it. He can't get under it. So, so, so <laughs> he comes running in. Um, then we go to uh, Gemma with Juice and Wendy. This is kind of a scene that this is one of those scenes that people talk about all the time, which I think is really interesting. Um, it's always brought up to me. So Gemma's with Juice and Wendy, uh, and this is when he's breaking, right? Not only breaking, but you actually have some amazing lines in here. When you say, I don't like being alone. Yeah. And I'm not good on my own. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if you are not, as a character, given lines like that to help these 12 million people a week to understand where your fucking head is at, you can you don't have to say anything, but when you do say shit, that's exactly what I would like to get as an actor. I'm not good on my own. Like I I I'm thinking, I, I, yeah, I, my I thinking. Like I can't one. stop thinking about I my can't thinking. Stop thinking yeah. And you're crying like a fucking baby. Can I tell you how mad I was that day when we did that scene? Mad? Ooh. Why were you mad? All right. You remember? Yeah, I remember all of it. Okay. So 
I felt that it was like a big deal that we were building up to the reasoning why Juice wasn't leaving. Like, I remember being like, okay, this is it. This is his attachment to the club. Like, he can't be on his own. He doesn't have anyone. This was the definition of him being the lost boy. This was like, he, and he doesn't even like being with himself. He needs the distractions of Tig and Chibs and Jack. Like, he, he will do anything not to lose that. Ultimately, what I was told, which, you know, this is so helpful for me as a director too. coming up, it's like I was told ultimately like they were going to have like one or two takes on my coverage. And that basically the scene became all about Gemma and her reaction to hearing that from me. So they were more concerned with like where she was in the room, where she was going to sit, how she was going to fall into the chair, how she was. And all of the attention, it's not Katie's fault. All of the attention was being put on the Gemma character's reaction. I'm so to- glad you're telling me this because I, I got to tell you, I, I saw it. Yeah, I, I it was, saw it. Like you don't understand what was going on. Like I, they, every single ounce of the attention was being put on that from whatever producers were in the room, whatever whoever was in the room, and it, and I was almost like just going to be a voice in the back. Oh wow! And I was like, well, wait a second this is it. Like, this is him. Like, Oh, I only have like one or two takes. And then they were going to spend the rest of the day on that of her falling into the chair and her doing. And I remember it was one of the first times where, because I had put seven seasons into this thing where I was like, motherfucker, really? Like, I was like, okay, sure. And again, not Katie's fault at all. It was whatever was going on in the, the politics of the back was like, it didn't matter what Juice was saying. It was to push the Gemma storyline. And I remember thinking, that sucks. It could be both of us. It could be just the scene without an agenda. But whatever. Can um, I can I add to that now? Yeah. As a viewer? Yeah. This is what I got. I got the kid fessing up to himself and whoever wants to listen is two pals in fucking Wendy and Gemma as to what's going on with him and he doesn't give a fuck anymore and he doesn't want to kill himself, but I'm lost. I'm lost. I can't, I can't. And then you started to go and the tears and the thing and the emotion. And I saw you kind of huddle into Wendy, Wendy huddled into you, whatever that was, you you were disappearing from the room. I thought on purpose, like I thought, because we, we can't keep watching the pain that this kid's going through. So let's shift to Gemma, to her character. Now I got to tell you, bro, um, whatever guy was directing with her worked because she didn't say hardly anything at all. She no. was looking at you and feeling it shit. I had no idea of the, the day and how it went or what was said to the actors at all. But what I saw was an incredible breaking down of a character to the point where we can't watch this kid keep crying. Like it's just too, it's too, so let's go somewhere else. And that was to Gemma. That's yeah. what I got from it. Man. No, it was, it was, it was, it was that, but it was, told the other way like i begged yeah. for an extra take like i begged because i was like at one point i did it sitting, yeah and i was like no maybe i'm up and i'm pacing and they were oh, like yeah well yeah. whatever it is we got to get it like whatever oh, you're gonna do do fuck it right off and then i did it like 10 more times but the camera was never on me because it was a built room on a set yeah. so ultimately when they moved the world to be on her they exactly. never had it on both of us nope. so it was like they did mine quick 
And then they did the rest of the day. That that, that would drive. I I didn't really see it in the scene, but I hear you, bro. That must have been. Yeah. So whatever. But but listen, it's a great scene. People love it. I love that you can't. That's ace dialogue. Like you you got the best dialogue. Yeah. So now we go. Venus is with the boys at the clubhouse. We see Venus there. Um, And, you know, the sheriff shows up. So that gives us a moment to get them alone. And I really love that our two scenes came back to back here because it just shows such wildly different worlds. You got to tell me because I thought this was, it was just one of the best scenes I've ever seen in the show. Well, thanks, man. It, I, 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 thanks for saying that. And it was back to back with juice and Tig and not like it was planned that way, but obviously Sutter had some, some feeling of edit editing and it was at the right time. This is what I do want to say about that scene. And that is that after Jax is throwing the chair around and it's all fucked up and Jerry's coming, they got to go. Okay, guys, listen to this. I'm on the couch. Venus is tending to Alexander. When those six guys left the set, they were staying right there behind the wall. You could hear a pin drop while we continued on with our scene. They never left and then went for coffee and then we'll shoot the TIG. And v- no, no, we, the cameras kept rolling. And of course there was a lot of teasing going on early without Venus on set with me being there, getting the stuff on my stomach. And it was going, nah, 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 oh, baby, yeah. Bunch of idiots. you know, and whatever. Same thing with me and Manson. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you just laugh or, you know, whatever. Cause you know, that's the way it All is. All you want to do is stay in it and go, just shut up. No, but but whenever you and I were in it, they they respected where we were. But I, I got to tell you, and then all of a sudden when it was time to do it, they shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. And yeah, man, that whole hand coming up and grabbing her on her cheekbone and asking who the fuck you, who are you? Oh, the dialogue is fucking outrageous. Right. And then she tells me and I go, who, but who? And then you just, what? And before you know it, this fucking kiss comes out of nowhere. And it's like, okay, well, here you go. Broke my chair. I'd never kissed a boy before. That's, Can so I that tell was, you? That was yeah, that. I, yeah, I, I have. So here, so there here's the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So can I tell you? Can I tell you something that got me in that scene more than anything? Sure. Can I tell you what got me? Sure. It felt like Tig. Somebody had seen him. If he'd only seen his demons, oh, if Tig wow. thought he was a devil, if Tig thought he was evil, oh, if wow. Tig thought he was the yang or the yin or the yin or the yang, he never saw that other side of himself. So we we touched on it briefly with like the dog. Sure. We touched on it briefly with like, but there was ever since Tig's daughter was gone and then the stuff with Clay, there was, he's unforgivable. Uh He's he that he is who he is. Mm -hmm. He's been painted in a certain brush in this life and it's never going to change. And when Venus is saying like, like almost like an angel that's come to like save and look at people, the look that came on your face was like, I'm maybe I'm not, maybe I am redeemable. Maybe I am forgivable. And I was like, that's fucking writing right there. And that's it's acting. Writing. It's, writing. I'm, it's 
and they let the camera be there and they let the hand movement happen and they let, and it's so rare in a show that has its foot on the gas at all times. Yeah. That we got. It's a great, it's a great point. It's a great, great point. And, and we, I just, you made me give me chills. And you made me think, thinking about the early days of Tig with the Donna stuff and the mushrooms and the, the crying and banging the head in, on his own window in his bathroom. And then that Opie stuff with, it was me, Opie, it was me. Uh, there's all this stuff that, that, that the relationships just keep getting severed with Tig and severed and severed. This was a moment of. It's always uh, bad. I'm your angel. It's always bad. And at this moment, that? it's good. How about that? In this moment, it's like a dream sequence, like it's an escape, right? Yeah. And so we go from these two great moments, you know, of, of this emotional availability of Juice, you know, confronting who he is, Tig and Venus, right? Yeah. We go to these two moments and then we go to a fucking grenade getting thrown in scoops and poops. Oh and, uh, and I got to tell you, the first thing I thought about, thank God you really weren't upstairs. I thought, this is a long ass day for these guys. Yeah. That must have been one of the longer days to film with the explosion, the aftermath, the whole bit. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm almost wondering if we did it over two days because I, I, I don't giant. know. Uh, we, 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 we must have, because to think about the shit we did upstairs in the scoops in the, in the, in the, in the church upstairs with me and Venus to then going downstairs to the whole meeting to wait the grenade to then at yeah. nighttime, we went to nighttime m- might've been half and half. Oh my God. I wish I could remember, but this wasn't a finale episode where we had 10 to 12 days. We had eight or nine max. Yeah. So very good point, but it was a fucking big day. And there's a lot of people outside. And now while it's outside, a lot has to come together. So we start seeing Lynn's guys walk into Diosa. Yeah. They get the call. Yeah. Bobby's the one who really starts putting it together. Yeah. Poor West never got more than That's five. That's it. See you later. He's, fucking love that guy. Too. He's, he's so good on the show. Love that guy. He's a fucking stud. He, he got nothing. Nothing. No, no goodbye. No, nothing. No, no cherry pie, nothing. They called him in one day alone while everybody was eating lunch. Here, go lay in this wheelbarrow. Go do this. Like, here, it's over. Oh, am I going to get a clap off? No, nobody gives a fuck. Here, no, take it easy. no clap oh. off. You're at Red Woody all by yourself. I didn't even know he died until I watched this episode. All I right. was like, man, I love that guy. <laughs> didn't matter. Never- Walter! What's his Walter? name? Never- Walter! Yeah, never no, that's never gave him a fucking chance. Yeah. Never gave him a chance. Okay. Nero pulls up and says the one line that if, if they ever could erase a line from a TV show, it should be this one. Okay, but what does he say? Go ahead. Fuck me, bro. Okay. But I went, when he goes, everybody whole. Oh. And I, no, but Theo, I must have been in a really good mood because I literally said, I haven't heard that for at least a, maybe a season now or at least a few. No, seasons. bro. Every, ep- every three episodes. Okay. Then I, I, I'm going, to, it seems like it's been forever. Maybe maybe it was well used here. I can't remember. How about we replace it with at one point of you? Is everybody okay? Are we good? Everybody whole. Are we good? Whole. We everybody slapped whole. with that line in our heads. Everybody whole. Oh. Everybody whole. <laughs> We've all said it. Okay. So now everybody's trying to get to Diosa. It's the mad dash. It's the cannonball yeah. run to there. The music starting. Here's the music starting. Here we go. 
But a lot of things happen in this music montage, right? Then yeah. remember the music montages are all setups for what's coming. We got Unser with Egley. Yeah. That's why he was getting clipped by the police tape and had to do it nine times because he's concerned. He likes Egley. All of a sudden, Unser and Egley. Who, who doesn't? She's from Saskatoon. Right. She's who the doesn't greatest. like Egley? Come on. Now, if I'm correct, and I hope that I'm not because I was really tired, is Chips driving the police car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's actually not a police car. Is that illegal? Car. I think I think it's actually she zipped there quick in a an undercover. It's like it's not an actual cop car. It's it's like a you know detective. It's a detective car because he looked over at one point and didn't look at a cop car. He looked at like a you know one of those Crown Royal Crown something sedans. But he's fucking you sure. bet you bet. And then he puts his hand on hers. So yeah. here we go. We got this is the love connection. Yeah. The love connection no one asked for. Okay, so we have this one. <laughs> then we go to Tig and Venus, which is they're, amazing. They're holding hands. Maybe we're Great. not asking for that that either, but they're they're no, doing- I am. I'm asking for that. I am Here. I am all about that team. Um, and then juice with the silencer, which was weird. Again, I don't know where this is going. So where's that going? Don't know. I fucking, yeah. And, and didn't Gemma have a silencer too? Yeah. So then we go to Gemma with the silencer. So why? what the fuck is, why? Oh my God. I don't know. The Sam and family. Then, Idiots. And we know why. Then, and then, and then everyone is dead. That's all I wrote. Everyone is dead. Yeah. Not some. It's everyone. It's called. Poor little lambs. And they were all the poor little lambs. And for everyone listening, you millions upon millions around the world, you're not even <laughs> fucking joking. Those girls who had come into Diosa previously in the house, now on set, they were amazing, those gals. They, they did it. They're on time. They looked amazing. They were funny. They did what they were told. They, they, they gave suggestions. And... I'm so glad, in a way, we didn't take the time to go brrr, brrr, and no, see. Like, too. Uh, please. Who needs that? Who needs that? No, we have enough of that in this world. It's uncalled for. I'm fucking but, called. But it was a fucking massacre. Yep. Ain't coming home. Ain't coming home. None of them. I remember walking in. I was filming something that day because these these were those episodes where I felt like I was like basically robbing the bank because I'd come in and work like one day, two days. I'd do all my scenes in like one or two days. And then like oh, the no, other- we walk across the parking lot going, hey. Yeah. Fucking See you later. later. See you later. I'm off, for, I'm off for a week. Yeah. Okay. I'll be like, I'm going away. I'm going on vacation. I was like gone. I'm going to Jersey. But I remember- Yeah. I remember I came in and- they were prepping that scene. And I remember it being like blood bags after blood bags. And I remember Michelle and, uh, you know, every one of them were just like. Hair and makeup were just going crazy. In the crazy because they had Hard. so many people on the floor. It was, you know, so if you many. look at that scene, there's 30, 40, whatever it is that are massacred. The, bis- the biscuits there. are going to get on that. They're going to get on that. Yeah, this is why they got to. We we relieve you of your duties. Forget. No, I don't. I don't. Salty sauce. Honest Jerry wants a fucking count. I want you to focus now on. (laughs) 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 
Let's go to something more positive. Instead of bullet holes, let's go to butt cheeks. Um, oh, both. God damn it. So yeah, so damn that's it. the end of it. And then uh, here we go. We'll find out about the silences. We'll find out about Venus. We'll find out about everything. And uh, to be continued. Nine to go, baby. Love you, man. So much Love to catch too, up bud. on. Love you, man. Go talk to yourself. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available, and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right, all right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay. Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, Incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.